Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm Five, the weekly podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts. I'm Tim. And I'm Kevin. So, Kevin, today's topic is the International Space Station or the ISS. Awesome. I love space. Great. Specifically, how does the ISS never run out of fresh air? Oh man, okay, okay. So let's let's tackle this really simply to start with, right? So you got this big space station uh, that's sort of orbiting the Earth all year round. Uh, the space station doesn't run out of air because NASA got really, really good at recycling uh, the things they already have on the station. Uh, they have basically magic machines that can turn water into air. Uh, okay, so where do they get the water from? Good question. They get it from the astronauts' pee. Really? No, you're kidding me. I'm not kidding you. Uh, they get it from the pee. They also get uh, the, the water that comes out of the showers uh, from the sweat, from the humidity air. Uh, they have machines that could basically turn this gross water into drinkable, uh, drinkable, and also air. Air. Hmm. So they never run out. Uh, they do. Uh, so what they do is they actually uh, send up this gas called hydrogen. You know, it's in water, uh, but it's actually way lighter than water, so it's actually cheaper and easier to send up. And they combine that with the stuff that astronauts breathe out, CO2, uh, using yet another magic machine that makes water. Okay, I feel like we need to explain to our audience these machines and actually what happens. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Let's, let's break this out. Uh, probably a little hard to explain to a five-year-old, but it's honestly just basic chemistry. So, uh, like the uh, process here is... Uh, it's called electrolysis. The electrolysis of water, which is H2O, uh, is the main method to generate oxygen aboard ISS. Water is split into oxygen, O2, and hydrogen, H2. The oxygen is then vented into the breathable cabin air system, known as the uh, oxygen generation system. The OGS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, the, the stations... Uh, Football field-sized solar arrays are the power source to electrolyze the water. Each day, the OGS continually provides between 2.3 and 9 kilograms of oxygen. Uh, There's these pressurized oxygen storage tanks that get replenished by visiting unmanned cargo ships, providing a backup to the electrolysis method. Uh, Finally, the crew can also generate oxygen chemically by igniting the uh, solid fuel oxygen generation canisters. <laughs> uh, they're comprised of this very fam- this chemical called lithium uh, perchlorate. Uh, basically, each canister provides the oxygen needed to support one crew member for one day. Okay, so that's backup. Yes, that's the backup. So um, that's 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 where all the oxygen made, where it gets stored. Uh, as for where the water comes from, you know, they also have systems that efficiently gather all the water. This includes uh, moisture in the air, your sweat, the urine, the shower water that was unused. Uh, they don't usually ship more water from Earth because it's expensive, uh, but they can and do sometimes. And the all-important question, of course, is how does that water taste? Like? <laughs> uh, I only have read some article that says the water uh, kind of tastes like bottled water, uh, even though it uh, came from urine. Okay. So what about that second machine that takes CO2? Yeah, so uh, since 2010, they've also been using something called a Sabatier reaction. That consumes the hydrogen from electrolysis and the CO2 from breathing, producing methane and water. Uh, 
which actually can then go back into electrolysis. So it's got mm -hmm. this reoccurring uh, cycle. This means you don't have to keep shipping up a bunch of water. Uh, unfortunately, that reaction needs more H2 than it freeze to make the methane. Uh, so we will still ship that up. Uh, but fortunately, again, hydrogen is a very light chemical. Um, as for where does the nitrogen come from, which is necessary for the air, uh, it seems like they ship that up there too. So one system is to have the oxygen delivered from Earth via spacecraft. Uh, the other is this, ox this oxygen is stored in external tanks. Uh, similarly, the spacecraft delivered nitrogen gas, which makes up the, which is a part of the ISS air supply. Hmm. But isn't the interesting thing about nitrogen that you don't actually need it for breathing? Yeah, super interesting, isn't it? Hmm. Um, nitrogen, you know, is a gas that makes up actually 78% of the breathable air on Earth. Uh, it's, it's inert and therefore it can be safely stored on board a spacecraft. But despite its high concentration within the air on Earth, nitrogen serves no particular physiological benefit to humans and only serves to keep the space station pressure at one atmosphere. Interesting stuff. Yeah, just, just a funny tidbit to end with, uh, although it's probably more rumored than documented anywhere officially, the, the Russian side of the ISS doesn't actually use their urine in the recycling process, but the U.S. side does. <laughs> you know, I, I read this somewhere, but maybe you could Google around. Thanks, Kevin. And that's it for this week of ELI5. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a review. We'd love to hear what you think, and a review would help a lot. If you want to email us, the email address is eli 5 thepodcast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, see you next week.